Hello and welcome to Fofop. I'm Will Anderson and our uh, guest, uh, num- uh, ch- oh, that was a bad, I'm going to do that again. <laughs> the following episode of Fofop is classified MA. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen-shaped hole, and mild coarse language. Fofop advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. There hasn't been any great advances in prison rape or space travel. Hello and welcome to Fofop, I'm Will Anderson and guest Charlie Clawson, number one, Dave Anthony uh, is here. That's better. That was a better intro. That was much better than the first last one. first one was fucking shit. It was just awful. I, just left, it, I left it on the start of the episode made, anyway, but it was shit. It made me question this whole thing. The whole process. Yeah. Everything that was well, going on. Well, my entire career. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, now I'm worried that I'm on the wrong track and it's not working properly, so I'm going to stop it. And <laughs> All right, I'm confident. Yeah, you're good now? I'm back. Yeah, we're back. I heard it. That's a lot more editing this podcast has ever had. Yeah, this one has started out much slower and far more hiccups than any right. previous podcast. Terrible start. Yeah. Absolutely terrible. This is probably going to be a horrible podcast. Well, I mean, the way it started, it's, it's going to be horrible. But maybe it'll, like, it, maybe it'll be the opposite of the Superman movie. Where I hope like, so. It'll start terrible, but it'll actually get good. But so far, this is amateurish nonsense. And I'm not sure that this bit is helping. And yet, but we're still so doing much it. better than your early episodes. Right. <laughs> particularly with Charlie. Although, we have lately on Walking the Room had two horrible episodes sound-wise. Right. What is going on with that? Because like it's, it's like you've forgotten what you know how to do. Greg is leaning in too close. <laughs> so when he leans in close, I lean back. Right. Because... I don't want to be touching noses with Greg. You don't want to be doing a podcast like Abba would do a podcast. He's literally doing a podcast like he is Axl Rose singing. Right. And I'm backing up because I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I just love the idea of you two just like, yeah, with your lips either side of a microphone, (laughs) whispering into it to each other, nose to nose. Like some Inuit people greeting each other and doing a podcast at the same time. Well, it is the Inuit. That would be cute. It is the Inuit cuddle. Right. Look at you going to Alaska and coming back with Inuit. Inuit, yeah. And knowing about the noses. Right. Did you know that before? Did they rubbed each other's noses? Yeah. Yeah, that's like world famous. Oh, okay. Yeah, like the the Inuits have like some world famous shit, right? And I would say that like in the same way as Americans think of Australians, they think Paul Hogan and Yahoo Serious and Olivia Newton-John. Right, right. Um, You know, when it comes to Inuits, you think um, they rub noses with each other. Mm -hmm. They have a lot of words for snow. Yes. And uh, they cannot be sold ice. Almost impossible to sell them ice. If you are a person who has ice for sale, do not take it to the Inuits. Do you think that every every race of people you could come up with three things like that? They're, like their cliches, their go-tos. I mean, a lot of races. There's some races I don't have particular. I don't know. Give us a, like, give us a race, and I'll see if I can. Japanese. The Japanese. Well, the Japanese. They are excellent uh, with technology. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, they are fond uh, of the art of photography. Yes. And they enjoy buying used women's underwear from vending machines. <laughs> They actually have that at their embassy. Right. What? <laughs> I said that. So genuinely that you bought it. That, that, that means that I am actually secretly a little bit racist. <laughs> because my willingness to even for a second in that moment, in that Malcolm Gladwell blink moment, for me to think that that was a yeah. possibility means yeah. that I, you know. Well, they here in... America, we don't sell used underwear and vending machines, so right. they have to go to their embassy. That's to get why that America is no longer number one. That's right. Right? Oh, it's so sad. Yeah. We're number 18. Right. In the entire world. Yes. Yeah. At underwear selling. At underwear selling. <laughs> used underwear selling. I imagine that's not actually true because I think uh, external to the Japanese, who obviously were famous for their underwear selling. Um, I would have thought that your next biggest industry of used underwear selling would be from the adult entertainment industry. Yeah, I'm right? sure. I'm sure it is. And that's but, your merch. But, if you're an adult entertainment person, is like here. You know, you've got t-shirts for walking the room. Yeah. In your, in your adult entertainment industry, particularly if you haven't worked your way up to somebody's made my vagina into a flashlight. Yeah, that's when you're yeah, big time. Yeah. But like before that, maybe it's used underwear, right? Yeah. And a lot of that's coming out of California. I a lot say, of it's coming out of California. Right, and Vegas. But they're so not, I'm saying that, that America's probably number two. Yeah, but it's secretive. It comes in a it comes in a in a, a brown package with no Right. Uh, oh, you think that you should be able to be proud it. about it. Like yeah, we I mean, don't have it. It's not in a vending machine. We don't have it in vending machines. Like right. we're not walking up and go, should I get a candy bar or like a pair of ladies underwear to jerk off? Right. It would be fine if, for example, if you wanted a packet of chips or, mm-hmm. you know, like a, you know, a Snickers bar or something. Yeah. Then they had to mail that to you in a brown envelope. Right. Then you'd be like, well, that's fair. It's all the same. <laughs> that's exactly right. You right. put them on the same level. Yes. But, okay, you're I right. I think we have a proper amount of shame attached to right. it. Right. And the Japanese do not. Well, I, where are these vending machines? Like, you is know it what? just in the basement of an office building? I don't really know. But it, a, it is true, though. What well, is true? I've seen it on things, and I've seen articles about it, and I've heard enough people say it that it is true. <laughs> so <laughs> it, they, none of those things are actually facts or reasons that something is true. Well, but, but for this, for these purposes, we're yeah. pretending like it is. Yeah. <laughs> but is there like a like it? It's not just in a room with other like soft drinks and stuff. Like there's, I assume there's like a shame hall. You walk down <laughs> and you buy it at the end of the shame hall. At the shame hall. Are you guys looking for the shame hall? <laughs> The vending machines are right down the end of the same hall, near the laundry. You will need uh, some loose change for uh-huh. the laundry uh-huh. uh, and for the vending machine, but yeah. right down the end of the shame hall. Don't stop at any of the other doors on the shame do hall. Do not, oh no, do not open those doors. No. Unless you are here specifically for one of those doors, yeah. you know why. What really amuses me about the Japanese is so they have they're they're pretty well known for their sexual proclivities like there's a lot of oddness right. that they're in but then they 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 pixelate out their genitals in porn. Right. It's true. So isn't that a crazy contradiction and like they're selling underwear in vending machines allegedly. Right. <laughs> allegedly. And then they're pixelating out penises and vaginas right do you know that asian people don't just look like that what do you mean 
Maybe that's how their vaginas and penises actually Pixelated? look. Yeah. So you're saying maybe it's they're incomplete. so into electronics <laughs> that they have pixelated their own genitals. <laughs> it makes complete sense. But that, that's the number one Japanese pick pickup line: is do you want to rub pixels together? <laughs> do you want to come over to my game for a game of pixel narrative? Do you want to? That's what they call it. Do you want to bump blurries? Do you want to? <laughs> <laughs> Third most popular pickup line. Do you want to bump blurries? If we were playing Japanese prices right, right now, top yeah. answers are yeah. yeah. Do you want to bump blurries? Bump blurries. So I've uh, I brought up a page on Japanese vending machines just to oh, see if okay. we can find some information. Yeah. For decades now, Japanese vending machines have served up an array of interesting, mundane, and useful things. Things like manga or bread in a can. Bread in a can. Bread in a can. What is that? Well, I imagine, Dave, oh God, I that it is a... some kind of bread oh, I thought you said, in a can. I thought you said Brit. And I was picturing a tiny, <laughs> a tiny, un- British a tiny unemployed British guy. Right. And that's the only work he can find. <laughs> well, technically he's employed now, isn't he? He's a Brit in a can. And I want me to can! Or illicit substances. Mmm. Or video game piracy cartridges. Go on. Oh, okay. Bread in a can. Yeah. Oh. I've got a link. Okay. I can actually tell you more about bread in a can. Uh, it's spelt in the headline. It isn't spelt bread in a can. It's spelt bread, full stop, in a can. <laughs> <laughs> well, you really drive the point home. Right. It's bread. Yeah. It's actual bread. In a can. Is it just white bread? Well, mmm, bread. Delicious. Uh-huh. Delicious canned bread. In Japan, canned bread is a tasty treat. Uh, Mm. If you've never had Japanese canned bread, there is a novelty factor. Hey, bread in a can. But with so many delicious bakeries in the country, there's a simple question of why anyone would want it. Uh, Yeah. So, well, I think you want it because you enjoy the slight metallic flavor of bread. (laughs) Right. I mean, that's what I often think on a Sunday morning when I go to the bakery. I said, this is all, it's all just a bit yeah, fresh. It's, there's no it's alum- some of this, I want a little aluminum. Some something. of this feels like it has been recently cooked <laughs> and not canned in any way. Could you, do you have any bread back there that's been sitting in a can for a while? I wonder how long bread, bread in a can can last. Well, I mean, I, I, you'd, you'd hope a long time, right? Yeah. You'd I would so, hope that's that. the advantage of getting it in a can. I mean, if it wow. lasts less time than normal bread, that then is a terrible not, marketing push. Horrible, a horrible idea. Oh no, the can makes it go bad. <laughs> You've got to eat it immediately after it's been canned. Do you not understand? Or it's more than a can. So you can definitely get pornography out of a vending machine. I've I've seen some images of that. Interesting. So um, sliced apples, sports games, sushi. Ooh. Oh, no. Ooh. You know what I like? Unless there's a tiny Japanese sushi chef in the vending yeah, machine. Yeah, no. Sushi's not something There's like. nothing... No. Sushi should not be sitting around for a while in machines. No. That's, that's, not, that's just a general feeling I have. Umbrellas? Secondhand mobile phones? Secondhand mobile phones? Grilled meat? Grilled what? Grilled meat. Fuck that. What is it like on a... I mean, is it in a can? Like, how do you... Like, is it... Is the Does the machine grill it in front of you? Do you, like, put it in and then a, a slab of meat rolls down, a little tiny fire comes up and it grills right in front of you? Sa- sake? I imagine you'd okay. want to go to the sake one before you went to the grilled meat oh, one. I hope so. I would go to the sake one before I got the underwear and the porno. All right, I'd start at the sake machine. I'd, and I'd, I would oh. end up... After everything else, I would end up 
the last thing I would get to after having all my sake would be the, the bread in a can. Right. That's what you eat when you're plowed. To go with your grilled meat. Yeah. You've got some grilled meat, you need well, some bread I in a can. Well, I need to put it on something, right? And then you know, you know what you want to do after that? Go fishing. So you'll need a fishing bait vending machine. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, there doesn't say, I haven't seen any No underwear. underwear. Well, that's disappointing. Yeah, so I'm not, I'm not sure, but. I feel like this is just putting people out of work. Right. Because it used to be where you would, you would have to go to a place to get bread from someone. Right. Now you can get it in a can. Yeah. It's very uh, Wally. Do you know, there's actually a remarkable amount of people who die every year crushed under vending machines. What? Yeah. It's like there's, it, there's, a, there's a substantial amount, like more than 10 people a year die crushed under vending machines. Are they, are they, because they're shaking them? Because Yeah, a lot of the time it's them trying to get like something out that oh, they yeah. you know, shouldn't have been trying to get out oh, or whatever, well, but they tip yeah. them over on them and they they coming. die under a vending machine. You had that coming, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, you tried it's a to terrible eat. way to die. How do you feel? How do you feel that you didn't get your Twinkie? How do you feel? Did you die for a Twinkie? Is that how you died? <laughs> he died with a Twinkie in his can hand. I, can, I, can I be the guy who just kind of jabs the people who just died? Right. Really? You how, can, how, was your, how was your Twinkie grab? Did that work out for you? Essentially, your job is like being like an angry David Caruso on CSI. <laughs> so you just come up and just make some really bitter, mean comment. I take off the, I take off the sunglasses. Yeah. I walk up, I take off the sunglasses, and I go, so, uh, so that... So how that Twinkie feel in your hand? Yeah. I know it. I know it never got to your mouth. Did it feel good? Was it worth it? Don't you wish you could tell that story to your kids? How you how you had that Twinkie in your hand and then died for it? I think Dave Anthony's mocking the dead. <laughs> it's like, oh, by the way, come see my one man show at yeah. Melbourne, mocking the dead. Mocking the dead. <laughs> Like you just roast, you're like a professional roast guy. You're like the Jeff Ross, but you just roast people who have just died. Just dead people. And not celebrities. No. Just general just random people. people. Yeah. You go through their wallet, find out what they do, mock that. <laughs> yeah, why not? Why not? Someone's got to do it. Right. It's a job. It's a job. <laughs> Can't replace that with a vending machine, right? Am I right? Right. Um, speaking of uh, cliches, I went to Seattle uh, to do some shows, oh. uh, which were great. And in fact, you've been there before. Yeah, I came down uh, for your podcast, in fact. But that was yeah. the only time I'd ever been to Seattle. So yeah. I was only really there for a day and a half that time. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't in Seattle, Seattle, the heart of Seattle, downtown Seattle this right. time. Which I was in a place called Bellevue. Oh, you went to Bellevue? Yeah. Okay. It's their, like, it's their posh part of yeah. town. It's mm-hmm. where Bill Gates lives. It's where a lot of the Microsoft stuff is. Did you go to University Avenue by chance? I don't know if I did. I don't think you did. There's probably more Seattle across the bridge. Right. It's where it's where in San Francisco there's the there's Hate Street and there's still a bunch of hippies. There. Yeah. And in University Avenue in Seattle, it's still grunge. All right. Or it was the last time I was there, so it was like people still wanting to live in that. That's why era. they came here. They, yeah. they, they came to Seattle because they love that Seattle music scene. And right. Like why? Like the guys on the Sunset Strip in LA who still think that fucking Poison is the biggest band. Exactly. The yeah, they're still walking around with the head, the headbands and the long hair. And they're just yeah. like, yeah. yeah, we saw that show Rock of Ages. I thought it was a bit too serious. <laughs> um, there's guys still living that dream, so I get the Seattle thing. Yeah. But when I but when I got off at the airport, it was raining, and uh, in the airport, Pearl Jam was playing, 
And I was like, Oh my god, that's so great. It was it was like them playing Welcome to the Land Down Under at the Australian Airport. <laughs> like it was it was brilliant. I got my luggage and I walked out into the rain with like Pearl Jam playing and I felt like I was in the Man of Steel movie. I was like that's so amazing. And it's still someone's shirt. That's what I'm oh gonna do. Oh my god, that's incredible. Yeah. What was the song? Was it uh, Jeremy? It wasn't. No, it was uh, something moody, actually. You know, it was, oh, it was something moody. Was something Unlike moody. The, the song about the school massacre? I've been watching the, um, uh, uh, sorry, listening to, in my car, they uh, hired me. Uh, it has serious radio. Oh, yeah. And so there's like a Pearl Jam channel. Yeah. And I haven't quite worked out how to seek new channels yet you on it. Just press it for a long time. I assume that was probably the case. <laughs> but I've mostly only thought about it while I'm driving. So... Uh, so I've just been using the ones that were pre-programmed in. Sure. Right, and flipping okay. around those. How's that? Okay. Well, yeah. one of them was the Pearl Jam channel. Oh, okay. It's just Pearl Jam. Yeah. <laughs> like, all the time. All the time. Well, they have a lot of albums. Right, and it's all their live stuff, and it's all their... Yeah. And you just turn it on, and you're like, oh, it's Pearl Jam. It's always jamming. I was like, right. I wonder if there's anyone who just listens, but... There's, yeah. a, there's a Springsteen channel. Really? Yeah. There's a, there's a couple like that. I think they're... There used to be, I think that they wrote, like, they'll drop one out and they'll put another one in, like, now where it's going to be the Aerosmith channel. There's a Jamie Foxx Presents comedy channel that's what? programmed in. So, like, it's like, I don't know, Jamie Foxx is like the, you know, it's some of his comedy, but it's like then, like, comedians that Jamie Foxx likes. I don't, so I don't have that one programmed in. Yeah. Yeah. Jamie Foxx likes um, he likes black comedians oh he does yeah talking about interesting black things that I don't understand oh. well a lot of it's made up it's good though I'm enjoying it yeah. but it is like it is like learning different language and different reference points and yeah. stuff where you're like everyone is loving so much that he's talking about this experience that yeah. I have no insight into yes. well I have the same problems with a lot of that <laughs> I there's there's just a huge cultural divide right that's all it is yeah. like I'm not I mean in the same way as like I'm sure that same person came and saw me talking about Australian things in my show yeah. would have no understanding well, of what they are even for me there's a huge cultural divide like I am a lot of times like I don't know what I don't relate to this at all. I don't. Right. Know, I don't know what's happening. I'm, I do. I'm super white. Right. Yeah. That's what you feel like, though. Yeah. You're like I'm really, really white. I'm really white. Yeah. And everyone yeah. in this audience is not white. I <laughs> 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 like, understand exactly what he's saying. Have you listened to the Canadian one? No. It's fascinating because there is so much homophobic, stereotypical, gay jokes that you can't believe that it's. It's almost like it's a channel from the '80s. And it's modern Canadian comedy. Yeah, it's but they really have gay marriage there. I know it's crazy, but there's so. Is it like much... you can you can now make fun of gay people again because everyone has equal rights? I don't know is what there... it is. It's really bizarre. I've just heard so much of it. I've been like, I don't know what's happening right now. It's like from a different era. Really? Yeah, it's really weird. They're Canada. Yeah. Prominent. Or, or it might just be that there's a guy who programs it who's right. into that. Yeah. <laughs> So he's getting right. He's like, um, I need more more uh, gay stuff. It's not representative of the industry at all. No. Although it has become more and more so over the last few years when everyone realized the only way to get on this radio station was to have a really homophobic <laughs> So there's even gay guys writing really homophobic bits just trying to get on the radio. Like, sometimes you got to do what you got to do, right? Yeah. If he likes that sort of joke. Hey, man, you got to get on there. Jokes. Yeah. Yeah. So I um I went to a, a local parade while I was there. Mm -hmm. um, they have a summer solstice celebration. Oh. So I thought I should go and do something, you know, that was uh, 
local. Sounds hippie-ish. It was hippie-ish. Yeah. It was very hippie-ish. I mean, if you use the word solstice yeah. and celebration together, you're probably a hippie. Right. And it was it was very hippie-ish. Or a druid. It was, it was people from that local area who had put on a parade. Oh. And a lot of them run stilts. And oh. a lot of them were dressed up in things. Uh-huh. And a lot of them had made their own floats out of like oh. f- stuff you'd find around the workplace. Hemp. hemp. Oh, there was a lot of... And it was sunny and it was beautiful and there was a big street fair and stuff as well. Yeah. But the main thing that it's famous for is they, it starts with a nude bike ride. So like hundreds of people. Okay, now that sounds like when you hear nude bike ride, your first thought is, ooh. Yeah, that was my first thought. Ooh. But then my next thought is, ugh. That was exactly the journey I went on. <laughs> <laughs> From ooh to ugh. Because it feels like a lot of the times the people that would like to display their nudity are people you would not like to display their nudity. Right. That is absolutely true. In the same way as people think that, you know, things... Like yeah, when they look good on models, yes. they go, oh, that outfit looks really good on that model. Yes, because she's a model. <laughs> Guess what else would look good on that model? All other clothes. Because she's a model. Also, if you're on a bicycle, your torso is bunched up a All bit. Right. That's not your and best And things angle. are hanging over. No one ever says, hey, hang on, just let me bunch over a bit. That's my best <laughs> angle. That's how you can really see my abs and how good a shape I'm in. You want to see how good I look? Let me squish yeah. up a tad. Let me hunch up. <laughs> And do something that moves. That's good. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, not everyone... Um, so, they all paint themselves. There's a lot of body uh, painting going sure. on, right? Yeah. So, that's kind of half covering the nudity, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Right? So, there's a lot of, like, body painting going on. Some of the girls wore, um, uh, like, you know, swimmer bottoms. Like, bikini okay, bottoms. yeah. Yeah, because they kind of painted up everything else. And then they, they wear them over that bits mm-hmm. for the bike. I imagine sure. for bike purposes. Right. Right? Right. So, um, but the men, not so much. Just out with the, the men dogs. Just, yeah. Here's my stuff. And particularly... Would you, I would paint mine like a snake. Would you? Or a fire hose. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was one guy who'd gone with like a very environmental... He was a tree. Uh-huh. And um, he was on rollerblade... No, roller skates. Uh-huh. Uh, dressed as a tree, like body paint as a tree. Sure. And his was a branch. Like it was a... Like he'd done it yeah. as a branch. Of course it was. His branch was dangling... I bet it as was. He, Roller skated down the street. Was it a big branch? I mean, it was a substantial branch. (laughs) I mean, he hadn't put a nest on it or anything like that. But But I I wonder if he is working it a little bit, so it's not a small branch. He's giving it the Hollywood branch. Every once in a while, he tugs on his branch just to make sure it's. You know what? I think just the the warm air and the the joy of you know roller skating dressed as a tree naked in front of families and children was enough to. Now you Just said keep. you said joy in front of all that, right. and I feel like that's not the that's not what I would feel. No, well, and I feel like there would have to be someone behind me with a shotgun making me do that. <laughs> right, and and in one moment you pretty much point out the differences between you and everyone at this break. <laughs> there was not anyone in this parade who seemed to have had a moment's hesitation. So some perhaps who should have, but so no one who seemed to have. When you say it. there were kids watching this. Mm-hmm. It was an event for all. Like young children? Yep. Interesting. Yep. It was a family event. So I think there's an age. There was bouncy where... castles and stuff at the oh. off to the side. It was clearly an event pitched at families. 
And yet nudity. And yet nudity. Well, very, comical nudity. Dressed up as... Comical nudity. Comical nudity. Or but, environmental nudity or, you know, something. It's very much something you wouldn't... You would only see on the west coast of America. Right. You would not see that in Ohio. Right. People would be getting arrested. No, yes. People certainly weren't getting arrested. They were getting photographed. It's funny that the people bring their kids there because I think a a lot of people, even liberal people, would be like, well, maybe my kid shouldn't see a dong that looks like a branch. Right. But I I don't know if I'd care. I just, you know what I wouldn't want to deal with? The questions. I just wouldn't want to deal with the questions afterwards because there'd just be a lot of questions. I'm like, I don't know why it looked like an elephant. (laughs) He, why? Because he wanted, because elephants have trunks. Well, because the, the, the penis hangs out. I don't know why the penis hangs out. Well, the penis hangs out because it's used for something else. I don't want to talk about what else it's used for. <laughs> That's where that goes. Eventually me just shutting down. <laughs> mm-hmm. 20 years later, Finn's on a couch. <laughs> One parade. One parade. <laughs> Seattle, 2013. Yeah, I saw an elephant man. But um, other than that, it was uh, it was pretty good fun. It was like you know, it was a proper old school club gig. You know, mm-hmm. they um, it was like uh, you know, tippy waitresses and yeah, you know, people eating at the table and yeah. Oh, know. here's something. So I'm working with Drew Carey this weekend in Denver, uh-huh. and. He's, I've been, he, he switched me to host because he, the guy in between us is super clean and I think he likes that. Yep. So I've, I've had to, for the past couple of times, uh, do hosting duties, which is. Tell people where the. This is the, and next week there's this guy and there's this. So the first time I didn't do it, I just refused to do it. I just went up and did my act and then said, Drew Carey, goodnight, you know? Yep. And this time. They go, uh, hey, if you wouldn't mind, we have one announcement. Right. And I go, okay. Yeah. What is it? Is it the, there's, a, there's a big show coming up or, or maybe there's a contest or something like that or sell t-shirts? What is it? Well, one of the waitresses we've had here for 25 years has cancer and we'd like you to pass her around. We'd like to announce that we're going to be passing around buckets uh, for, uh, to help her with her health care because she doesn't have health insurance. And so did you a, say... A very American... Problem, right? Did you say, "Fuck you"? I don't do announcements. Well, I'm a feature. I'm not a fucking host. That's it. I fuck you. I don't care what the announcement is. I I would have said no if it had been anything except for, "Hey, somebody has cancer." Yeah, who's worked here for 25 years? (laughs) Someone who's done nothing uh, but slave away, helping bring joy to people's lives. Yeah, now has cancer. Yeah, and because of our fucked up. hospital system can't afford uh, the treatment they need. So we're going to be passing around buckets for people to put right. money in. Any, any chance you can just give that a tiny mention? <laughs> slip it in between your observations? Now at first I was like, when? Because I didn't want to be like, that's my time. Drew Carey's coming up next. But first, someone has cancer. Right. No, no, no. I agree. It's, so, you have to find the right place to do it. End of the show. So Okay, was, yeah, sure. Basically, they're going to pass around buckets. I'm supposed to go up and say, hey, by the way, so... I had to figure out a way to transition into it. So I would say, hey, thanks for coming to the show. You know, round of applause for Drew Carey, Ryan. And now I like talked about something a little serious and then I go into it. Fine. Three shows, that was fine. The last show, 
Drew gets a standing ovation. Oh, 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 yeah. So all these people are just cheering and yeah. standing and clamming, and yeah. I have to go. Uh, so I literally say, one of the waitresses <laughs> has cancer, and everybody sits down. <laughs> I mean, which... In some ways, is the the appropriate reaction. Yes, of course it is. I mean, you can't keep standing. You can't clap. It's awkward if you sit down. But when everybody does it at once, yeah, yeah, you can't. You no. there's. But it's also like, hey have guys, you had a really fucking good time? Great time. Have you? Right. Well, cancer. Yeah. Like it's. I get they're doing a really nice thing for this they person, are. but it's so. Fucking right. awkward yeah. to just hit because people just had a great like they, it was a great show from beginning to end. Right, they just had a blast. They have yeah. a standing ovation, and yeah. then oh, by the way, remember just, how you tried to escape all your issues? Just for something to talk about on the way home in the car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, they made a lot of money, I guess. Yeah, yeah. We'd like to leave you tonight with either a downer to your evening, or if you're not a generous person, some guilt to think about. <laughs> That's exactly right. Then there's other people who don't have any money. Like right. they're like, I just that got enough money enough, to right? like, I just spent all the money I had on That's this why show. I'm at a comedy club on a Saturday night. Right. Andrew Carey is. This is the amount of money I have to have a good time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then there's other people. I don't know. It's just a very. It's just a very strange. Like if I was in the audience. You'd still you'd feel like you had to give money, right? And then there's people that you're tugging on the heartstrings because they've lost someone to cancer, so they're throwing in fifty or a hundred bucks. Like right. it's all very, it's all very. I, and all, that said, all I could think the whole time was fuck the American healthcare system. Yeah, that's well, all that's I was the thinking. biggest issue, right? Yeah. yeah, I must admit, if I do tour uh, a lot more here in America, that is the same uh, line I'm going to use to sell t-shirts. <laughs> Yeah. Hey guys, guys, sit down. Um, I gotta finish with this. <laughs> One of the waitresses has cancer. She's worked here for 25 years, bringing joy to the lives of millions, I would say millions. And because of the American healthcare system, she can't get treated for her cancer. And what she would really like you guys to do is buy one of my t shirts called Wellness. And I will <coughs> donate 5%. Of the profits I make after overheads, and they're right over there. There's just a f- you can see my faces on them. Yeah. Um, it's I have I'm, I'm frowning, and it says wellness underneath them. Yeah. And there's your so please buy please that. just buy one of those. Yeah, I like how buy a couple maybe. I like how you 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 have a business mind, man. You got to have a business mind, you yeah. know. It's show business. It's not just show. It's not show fun. It's also a business. It's not show fun. Right. It's not show fun. Never was. <laughs> Not once. Not even in the original meeting when they were coming up with the name. With, for the name. They never even continued. They never even considered nobody, nobody, At no point was anybody like, wait a I minute. Know. Maybe since we're all having such a good time, right. we should call it show fun. Right. Everyone else is like, no. No. I'm going to sue you. <laughs> <laughs> for what? I don't know. I'm just very mad. I'm very mad right now. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, what else has been going on, David? It's I've been very busy. Because you've been promoting your uh, album? I've been doing album promotion, and I uh, have a, a deal uh, at Amazon for one of those Amazon shows. 
that I'm writing. Okay. And then I have an agent. These are shows that they're making specifically for Amazon. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. And then I have an agent who is interested, so he wants me to write a new show, a half-hour show. Oh. And I've been trying to... I've been I've been uh, boning up, shall I say, on uh, international one-man shows. English, Australian, those sort of things, to sort of get the vibe down. It's an interesting... Uh, it's an interesting mix. Right. What do you mean by that? Well, they're not all one-man shows. Some people are just doing stand-up. Right. And... I mean, it's a very loose format, the one-man show. All it, yeah. all it essentially is, is, you know, you talking for 60 minutes or 70 minutes or however long the, mm-hmm. you know, the show is. But then I went and read a bunch of reviews to see what the reviewers thought. And they're like, if someone just does stand-up generally, they're like, yeah, I mean, it was there was no like anything else going on there well I feel like if you've got the opportunity to like hold someone's attention for 60-70 minutes then normally you know it's nice to have something that you're actually talking about rather yeah, than you just would a series so. of you know just from your own point of view I think it's more fun but yeah for your own point of view but I think also the audience like I think you I think audiences in other countries are trained to trained to get a little bit more out of it right but that said, if you look like at someone like Dylan Moran, who we both are big fans of, uh-huh. like I think Dylan's like Dylan, I think is as funny as anyone in the world, uh-huh. you know. And his hours, or he's like, you know, it's like eighties or nineties. It's yeah, it's just his thoughts. There's no uh-huh. particular like. It's not like he starts with one point and builds to another thing right. at the end. Or it's more like that anything he talks about comes out of his specific worldview, yes. and that's what makes his hour not just an hour of stand up because right. it's an hour. You know, with Dylan Moore and what he thinks about the world, whether it's, you know, fatherhood or, you know, world politics or, yeah. or whatever it is, or just what he's mad about, about young people or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes they can be what you consider, you know, reasonably generic sort of topics, but it's his execution of, yes. you know, what he brings to the table. Oh, completely. Completely. You know, or like, then the fact that he'll follow it up with something that you could never imagine people doing comedy about. Like, you know, he'll go from something you're like, ah, oh, I've heard a lot of people talk about that, but you're talking about it in a inventive way to, oh my God. Yeah. No one, I've never heard anyone make mm-hmm. a joke about that before. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, so, and then I've been trying to write, which is a weird thing to write around a idea as opposed to just whatever I think is funny at the time. Right. I, I've, you know, you do, I mean, granted, I, I have for the past couple of years tried to create a story in my stand-up, so it's not as big of a transition, but it is a bigger transition because I would like to do something a little more risky and difficult than just going and doing a thing. Did you see uh, any of that footage of that dude who walked over the Grand Canyon on the No, I, I was, I can't remember where I was, but I was somewhere where I couldn't, watch it when it was happening but i was reading the tweets and going oh my god everyone is involved in this i feel like did you watch it live i i I saw some of it Mm -hmm. and i feel like as human beings Mm -hmm. particularly as stand-up comedians we are never ever allowed to use the word risky to describe (laughs) anything we do ever again this motherfucker well it's not life and death risk he walked across the fucking Grand Canyon show off on a fucking tightrope show off with no yeah show off the the television broadcast was on a seven second delay in case he fell off and died really? really? yes because he wasn't on a harness he wasn't on anything if he fell off and he didn't catch himself he'd been training to if you fall to catch yourself but 
That's the only training he can do. Otherwise, if he fell, he would just die. And how long did it take? An hour and a half. And he, had, he was talking to his fucking that. dad. Like, he, he was what mic'd up. He had, like, a camera thing on him. He was mic'd up. Like, his dad was giving him some fucking advice. So he's, like, having a chat with his dad. What's the advice? Don't fall. Yeah, mostly. Relax. Yeah, there was a lot of that. Don't fall. Right. Hey, you know how you made a decision and now you're regretting it when yeah. you're halfway through? Okay. Yeah, it was a lot of his dad going, see, this is why you should have gone to college. Really? Right? You wanted to is go... That, no, that's not true, is it? No, no, my God. His dad's that. this, like, really pent-up businessman who <laughs> never wanted his son to go into the circus. Hey, remember, uh, remember I offered you the job at uh, the warehouse and you right. said no? Yeah. Hey, good choice. Now, yeah, you're in the, now, choice. now you're in the middle of Grand Canyon. Yeah, and you're wobbling, you dig it. You're wobbling. He, wo- he wobbled a couple of times. Really? Yeah, ran towards the end. Ooh, you yeah. don't want to wobble. Yeah, you are. Have you ever seen Man on a Wire? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great movie. I mean, it's fucking insane, these okay, people. Okay, so I saw, so I saw, I didn't, when I was a kid, there was a tightrope walker, and I had a horrible drunken uh, stepmother. So this is how this went. We went to see, we went to see the circus. Right. All great. Woman, it was like a, a couple somehow. He was walking and she was like, like maybe on a trapeze below him. So he was both carrying her okay. and walking. The next day, she fell and died. And naturally, as a stepmother, that's something you want to tell a seven-year-old boy. My God. So I have, the, I have this... In my mind, it's almost like I was there because I could just see the chaos and the horror as a woman fell, I think, into the crowd. Like Why it was would this, you ever tell a child that? Well, she didn't have the best parenting skills. Doesn't the, doesn't the circus just move on and no one ever fucking mentions that? Right, you're supposed to just, just sweep them up and then you maybe, keep, and then out come the maybe elephants. Maybe a nice anecdote at your 40th. <laughs> <laughs> like when they feel like you're a stable person who can finally handle the hero, maybe that's the time. I think it was because I was having a really, this is a, she was crazy, but I think she, I was having a really good time right. and she was like, how can you be having fun right now? Right. That woman fell. It was one of those deals. Right. And then you're like, what just happened? I'm yeah, I didn't seven. Know. Right. I was following, I was running after a balloon. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I've been following the news. Oh, wow. Well, that's right. I was blowing my circus horn. Do you know you get the, do you guys get the, it's like the, the. What's it called? They had them in the South Africa World Cup. Oh, like the, right. yeah, I know. So it was the V. The uh, Vimba, the Vuvuzela, the yeah. something. So whatever. they had, those were like, that's like a circus horn. That right. they, I don't know if they saw them in Australia, but that's what they have here. And you blow it and no. people are annoyed. So I think I was walking around blowing that. And she was like, how could you be so? Right. Disrespectful. And, she, and then she poisoned me. And then you sat in the corner and played the last post. <laughs> circus horn. Eventually I put on the... Uh, the slipper that fit, and I found him, my <laughs> prince. Um, it, that's really weird, though. That uh, I mean, I do fear that about it because I couldn't watch the whole thing the other day because I'm terrified yeah. of him falling. I don't want to be don't think part of an audience that to a death was the reason that, like you know, some dude died. Yeah, I, yeah, I like the fake ones better, where you're like, it seems like this guy's doing something, but no one's going to get hurt, right? Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's an amazing achievement. Good on him. But like, yeah, but eventually he's going to make a mistake because isn't this his thing? He's a daredevil. So daredevils make mistakes. Do you know what he also has? Hmm. Three kids. Oh fuck me, (laughs) Jesus Christ! What a fucking. So everyone watches you shit about like you're an asshole. You're a terrible. Every every step, you're an asshole. Right. That's what. That's actually what it should be called. It should be called. (laughs) You're a terrible parent. (laughs) 
an hour and a half of a guy tight roping over the Grand Canyon. World's worst parent, the Holy winner. That's what they should have gone. Worth, yeah. worthless human. Yeah, worthless. The, I mean, that is how a, dare you when you have children. You don't get to do certain things after you have kids. I think that's one of them. Yeah. Like a lot of people bitch and moan that they can't go to the movies on a Saturday night. This dude's tightrope walking across the Grand Canyon. Or maybe he's in a place where his wife's like, look, we're about to lose the house. Right. I need you to come up with an idea. I need you to do this Do something, anything. Because your job isn't cutting it. Right. Well, I I could walk across the Grand Canyon on a rope. There's your movie. Okay. There's your movie right there. Yeah. It's a story about a guy who decides to do the most dangerous thing of all time to save his family. Yeah. He has to risk his family to save his family. Yeah. That's your pitch, right? And when, and it's a human story and as of a he, man torn between, just as he is torn between the two sides of the Grand Canyon. Yeah. And they're connected by the tiniest rope that he has to balance. Mm-hmm. He has to find that same balance between his daredevil lifestyle and looking after his family and being there for his family that he loves. And when he gets to the other side, after having a lot of memories right. in flashback I form mean, that we see, I, he collapses to his knees and he says... I've left that side behind. Right. It's, in fact, it's all in flashback in the hour and a half. Basically, the movie's like, you know, remember that Johnny Depp movie that ran in real time? It's like 24. This movie's like 24, Oh, okay, right? yeah, yeah. So it's in the, it's essentially just from the minute he steps on to the mm-hmm. tightrope to the end, but the rest of it's told in flashback. Yeah. Whole, whole movie's mm-hmm. told in flashback, but it's just a human story, man, better, that everyone can relate to because we're all on a tightrope above a canyon. Yeah, you know? we all are. We're we all are. In some way. You know I mean, what? it's a human story. It's a yeah. story that everyone recognizes. How soon can you get started on the script? Because I'm interested. I wrote it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's pretty fucking amazing. Like, what did you did you actually stop anything uh, once you became a, a parent? Video games. <laughs> Does that count? Is that as risky? Uh, I don't like to travel. I don't. I like. I know I'm doing it more, but it it really upsets him. Uh, so that's a bummer. So I try. I have not traveled. How do you much. explain um, you going away to him? Do you he, explain it? He knows that daddy makes people laugh. Yeah, it's oh, his job. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, he kind of gets like obviously I work in different places. So down the street is CBS from my house, and we'll go by there, and he goes, "Daddy works there." Like so. And then we'll drive by Largo and he'll be like, Daddy works there or the improv. Like he knows that I work in different places. Does he also do you also go by some other clubs where he's like, Daddy can't get booked there <laughs> We drive by the comedy <laughs> store and he goes, Daddy thinks that place is haunted. <laughs> we drive by the lab factory and he goes, That place is run by a weird guy who doesn't really like Daddy. <laughs> what? He <laughs> He once he he got introduced and then he ran out and said the owner ran out and said no you can't go on stage someone else is going on now and the audience stared and then Daddy slowly walked back to the back to his seat and sat down and the other comedian walked up and said really and the audience stared and he said yes you go on now and then the other comedian went on stage that's what he says when we go by the line. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. On the upside, his language skills have increased mm. substantially. Tremendous. On the downside, he may have picked up some shit from you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've given up anything really... Uh, I mean, I probably drink a lot less. Yeah. 
I go out a lot less, that kind of stuff. I'm tired because I have to get up early. Right, but that's... But not- I, haven't, I haven't given up, like... I can't think of anything that I've had to sacrifice, really, that's, like, really big. I mean, video games is the only thing I used to do that I don't do. And, uh... Oh, yeah, I used to, uh... I used to kill day laborers. Oh, right. Yeah. And you, what, you just don't have the time? Or is no, it a moral thing now? Or? It doesn't feel the same. Right. You don't get the same thrill out of a kill anymore. Right. When you've made a life of your own. <laughs> As a matter of fact, when he was born, the minute he came out, I looked at him and looked him in the eyes, and he looked up to me, and I and I thought, ah, I don't think I can kill people anymore. Right. You yeah. feel like the actual process of creating life gives you a different perspective on taking someone yeah. else's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess that's probably natural. It's sweet, right? If you think it's sweet, <laughs> if you think yeah. about it. Someone in my family is having another baby, and I probably I don't want to say too much more than that because, um, you know, it's still early enough on that you sure. don't want to like you know jinx mm-hmm. it and stuff, but. Um, so they have when you say another how many do they have already three so whoa the quattro yeah and I, I, they weren't going to have another one so, oh it's yeah. one of them yeah well that's what happens no but they're, they're very happy about it yeah but it was that sort of thing where they uh, when they told me they were like and also um, you know how you sponsor like an African child <laughs> <laughs> you don't think you like sponsor one closer to home right <laughs> Like, we'll send you a lot of photos. You can uh-huh. put them on the fridge. Uh-huh. Yeah, they'll write you a letter. Yeah. Let you know what uh, your funds yeah. are going towards. Yeah. Well, here's what I would do. I would lavish that one yeah. with gifts and money beyond the wild expectations and sure. give nothing to the other three. Right. And just when come well, over and go... I'm not sponsoring that. I'm not, yeah, I'm not sponsoring the other yeah. ones. Just Eric. Yeah. Yeah. Which I will demand is the name no matter the sex. <laughs> Oh, no, I'm a, uh, I'm a naming rights sponsor. Yeah, sorry. That's, I feel like we have to get that up front. The naming rights are mine. It's only a matter of time. Before, before people sponsor babies. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah. What's your name, Taco Bell? Look at little, yeah, little Staples. <laughs> oh, Staples, come here. Come here. Yeah. Well, I mean, people already name their kids after brand names. You know, I mean, there's a lot of... You know, Mercedes and oh, yeah. Lexus and, you know, that sort of stuff going yeah. on. So, Apple. Taco Bell's not far behind. Yeah, right? I'm sure there's a lot of Apples now. I imagine. Like, you know, because... Not a lot of Microsofts. <laughs> I mean, Microsoft is certainly a terrible name to give a young boy. <laughs> like, I mean, it's hard. Very hard. It's hard going through puberty at the best of times. But if your name was Microsoft... It's really bad. I imagine even even the bullies would be like, this is too easy. <laughs> like, we didn't even have to do anything creative. Like, sure, we're flexing our muscles, but occasionally we like to flex our brains as well. Well, the bullies would be like, Ugh, I mean, I can't even. I'm not going to do anything. You get a, you just walk by. Dude, come on, man. Yeah. You I mean, get a pass on Microsoft. I mean, your parents are horrible people. It's very interesting to be in a town where everyone works for... Microsoft, like, oh, isn't like it? Seattle is. Yeah. Because there is a real sort of, there was heaps of Australians there, like heaps of Aussies came out uh-huh. to the show because a bunch of them who obviously, you know, work for Microsoft. Yeah. You oh, know, yeah. Went over and worked there. But it's very, like, you realize, I realize how Apple centric all my references are. Yes. 
very like, much so. It's the first gigs I've ever done where I kept, I was very aware of how often I mentioned like an iPhone yes. or a, like, you know, did a Steve Jobs reference uh-huh. and I was like, oh, I can't really flick this to Bill Gates. I, when I was up there, I, there were a lot of people who were talking shit about Microsoft who worked for Microsoft, oh, yeah, which right. I found interesting. There's a, there's a Microsoft um, uh, store in the oh, Bellevue yeah. Mall. Yeah. Which we have is, one here. Oh, do they? Yeah, we have one in... Like uh, the Apple Store. But yeah, that's what it's Central like. City, yeah. It's exactly the same as the it's Apple exactly Store. exactly the same, yeah. But with Microsoft stuff. Yeah. Exactly the same. Exactly. Big glass windows, laid out exactly the same. Not even remotely different in any way. Not in any way. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Like the stores look exactly the same. Mm-hmm. What would you do? Like I mean, a different store? It's just so weird. <laughs> hey, it's successful. I mean, it is really successful, yeah. but it just, I mean, and I guess it probably will work for them. But yeah, I think it'll work. Yeah, yeah but it just, it, it's like one of those things where you're like, it's like you live, when I walked by it, it was like I was living in a slightly alternate reality. <laughs> oh my God, I'm in the Microsoft world. Right. Yeah. You know, and then the biggest, like, you'd only be able to get Pepsi everywhere. Yeah. And like, it would be the big alternative universe where those brands actually won. You That's know. really, yeah. Yeah. I didn't think about that when I was in there, but you're completely right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was bizarre. So did you come back with a lot of Microsoft products? Man, I got, uh-huh. I did a gig for Microsoft last year and, um, in Australia, in Australia. Mm-hmm. And, um, they have like a big annual sort of conference. It's like a full mm-hmm. day. And uh, I did, like, I hosted their conference for the day. And so at the end, they gave me a, um, like, a Microsoft, like, a phone that had, like... Like yeah, my phone. Like, but, yeah, like your phone. Yeah. Microsoft and it was like... Phone. Yeah. And, and it looked like that. And it had all that on it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Didn't yeah. care for it. I don't understand all that. <laughs> all that doesn't go with my other stuff that I already have. No, it doesn't. I, need I mean, a, it, it I need, can, but it, it I mean, I am the classic person that, you know, that... I mean, because I agree that, like, a lot of the Apple products, yeah, particularly since Steve Jobs' death, yeah, whether that has anything to worse. do with... But it's a lot worse. Yeah. The iPhone 5, like the power on that is ridiculous. Like, yeah, they're not really updating things as much. Like, it mm-hmm. seems like a lot of the other technology is moving in front of it. Like, mm-hmm. I get why people who, are, you know, can swap from one to the other would swap from one to the other. Yeah. But I am not. I'm one of those people who barely fucking understands how Apple should yeah, work. Yeah, I get that. And I'm all hooked into this thing that if I can plug one thing into the other, that's how it works. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing. And I'm locked in. Well, and that's and the what products they, will have to get pretty terrible before yeah. I. That's why they did what they. That's why they do what they do because right. they know once you're plugged in, you're plugged in. You're not yeah. going anywhere. Yeah. And then they can just release uh, maps on their phone that are terrible and don't take you places. And right. you go, I don't know what else to do. Yeah. That's what I am. You're. I'm you, the idiot locked in. You are locked in. You are. I wouldn't say you're an idiot, but. I am an idiot. No, but you... Small I. <laughs> idiot. But it's... They're complicated things. And I always have problems whenever... Um, because I, I have never wanted to be across the board with one company. Right. I want to be able to go, I'm, I'm out of here and I'll yeah. switch. But... No, it's, it's... You don't have to choose sides, come the war. I don't have to choose sides, come the war. I have, I have, a, I have a, a MacBook and I have a, a Windows phone. Yeah, see, to me, that just fucking freaks me out. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have, a, they have a, a software that you can plug in nah, your phone. No, no. 
surely not. <laughs> they work together. I like don't understand been, like, how they work together. Well, it's just like people have well, one iTunes. One of them has different pictures. Oh, people have then iTunes then, on their PC. You can put, yeah, but isn't that still in the, oh, I don't understand. <laughs> even this hurts me. I, I'm so terrified to even update my like Apple stuff now. Why well, would Because be every now. time they update it to some new thing, I'm like, oh, fuck that. Like, I have to take a week off now to learn where my podcasts are. No, the I, iTunes updates I refuse to do because it's just like, hey, we want to make this a little bit worse. Yeah. Every fucking time you're like, what did you do? Why did you do that? It's enough to are be there, a mystery. Are there people just sitting around going, like, I should improve it because it's my job. Right. But uh, so I'm just going to put a bunch of shit on here that I you don't I assume that's need. exactly what they're doing. It's all they're doing. It's just shit that doesn't yeah. work that you don't care about. That's Apple. That's <laughs> the Apple magic. Shit you don't need or care about. Anyway, I, I hope they get good again. That's what I've been hoping recently. Well, look, the thing I've been about, hoping they just I don't get a kick happening. up their ass and they get good again. I think they, I think they Maybe just they become just like slump. the just other companies. Slump. They become no, like all the other slump. ones. They have a little slump. He was a guy they who get good again. He was a guy that could see way ahead of time what people wanted, and he knew how to steal it from other companies, and that's what he would do. Well, here's what we do, and surely they can do this. Surely at Apple they have managed to transplant his. His brain mm-hmm. into some oh. sort of bit of technology. Well, yeah, Surely they, that happened before the, he died, right? But they did it into a, a generation one iPad. Oh. <laughs> so, so it doesn't hook up to anything else anymore. They they can't. They, yeah, they, they they tried to plug. They recently realized they switched all the the female uh, ends to the cord, and I feel like this is what's going to happen. Go. I feel like they've been in a bit of a slump, right? Mm-hmm. And it's been, you know, even at their last, like, product, everyone thought they're going to bring out a new my iPad Mini, like, an mm-hmm. up- but they didn't. It was just a new operating system. Yeah. People are starting to go, what the fuck is going on? Surely they've got to have something up their sleeve. Mm-hmm. Google are going to go with Google Glass. What are Apple going to go with, right? Yeah. Here's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. This is this is what I predict. Eyeballs. Oh, that's good. Maybe, yeah, maybe get, that is it. You get eyeballs put in that are Apple eyeballs. I, I predict, I'm not sure what the next thing is that they're going to do, but eyeballs is good because yeah. it's got a good name too. Yeah. Eyeballs. Yeah. Right. Or eyeballs. Either one. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, right. So, whatever the product is, if it's eyeballs, or if it's eyeballs, or if it's whatever else, yeah. here's what they do. This is how they launch it. At the next thing, Tim Cook or whatever his name doesn't come out. Yeah. Here's who comes out. Ashton Kutcher. Ooh. Right. Yeah. Playing Steve Jobs. Yes. But here's what they've done. The movie has relaunched Steve Jobs as a brand, obviously, when it comes out. Everyone's uh-huh. going to be all about Steve Jobs. Yeah. And that's the moment they reveal that they've actually removed the brain of Ashton Kutcher so far, I love and it. replaced it with Steve Jobs' Steve brain, Jobs that, brain was frozen. that was frozen. I think and now, like, he has a second go at life, so we get a whole different... Like, we get until he dies in Ashton Kutcher's body again. It's like Stephen Jobs... You know, it's an update. Two. It's a rebrand. It's like, yeah, it's an, up, it's an update. I think that first of all I love the idea of just taking out Ashton Kutcher's brain right like I'm, it's I'm not doing in with you there it's right. not no it's not really doing it won't be much. hard to convince people to make that happen and I think people would be really joyous to see Steve Jobs again especially he'd be better looking right because he'd be it's like a better looking Steve Jobs yeah it's like the Steve Jobs we knew and loved but more handsome but something always goes wrong doesn't it does it though yeah I mean think about the monkey's paw the story 
of the band The Monkees? Yeah, about the bears and the monkeys. Did you say bears and monkeys? <laughs> no, the band. You know, hey, hey, we're the monkeys. Is that what you're talking about? Davy Jones and the... Is that what you're talking about? I used the wrong name. They call it the monkey's paw. It's not the monkey's paw. What is the fucking story about the... They get a, mon- a magic monkey <laughs> You're thinking of the movie Magic Mike? No, I'm thinking of a classic old tale of a magic mon- monkey paw. Yeah, where they, she makes a wish and then the sun comes back and the son, her son has died and then uh, they make a wish with a monkey paw and then the sun... It's Did a you famous... just have a stroke? <laughs> and then there's a smell of oranges. Right. And... <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I don't know what it's called. Magic monkey paw. Magic monkey paw. Anyway, they wish on a magic monkey paw and then this to get their son back who's dead, but then he comes back and he's like a zombie type thing. Okay, well this is... Um, I'm going to look it up. Right. What are you going to Google? Monkey paw. <laughs> All right, well, I'm already happy about this. Well, no, but this isn't bringing Steve Jobs back from the dead. I'm not, you know, suggesting that. That is Why a not? terrible idea. No, Why? because shit always goes wrong. This is just put Steve Jobs frozen brain in the body of Ashton Kutcher. That's just a transplant. Transplants happen all the time. People have liver transplants. People have like heart and lung transplants. Like yeah. it's an already recognized operation. Sure. All we're doing is a brain transplant. Simple um, brain from one skull to the other. In I a body like that has been prepared I, to play the role. I f- like Ashton's already been Steve Jobs' body for two years while he's getting in the part. He's probably been eating the same food. Like his metabolism is at the perfect I think you're moment. Giving, I think you're giving Ashton Kutcher his acting. He's a method actor. <laughs> I think you're giving him way too much credit. Oh, no, no, no. He's always been method. Completely method. And, uh, yeah, so he's done all that. He's got into the perfect environment. He's actually changed his met- metabolism so that it suits Steve Jobs' brain. So it's the perfect match. The Monkey's Paw. Oh, yeah, right. Written by William Weimark Jacobs. Oh, yeah. It is a horror short story published in 1902 in England. The story is based on the famous setup in which three wishes are granted in the story. The paw of a dead monkey is the talisman that grants its possessor three wishes, but the wishes come with an enormous price for interfering with fate. And so the dead son comes to the door. Right. So you think about that. With I, your wishing. I'm not wishing on a monkey's paw. I'm using science. I don't see any difference. Ironically, I'm using science, the thing that might have saved Steve Jobs. <laughs> he went with witchcraft. Oh, that's, isn't, that so, the, isn't that the most amazing thing about the whole Steve Jobs story is that he, he chose to not embrace science at the time when it had been the most crucial well, I mean, it's just one of those things that shows that no matter who we are, we all have our weird, mm-hmm. um, you know, like the idea that anyone is black and white on any issue. Is, yes. Like we argue all the time as if we, if, as if issues are black and white, but even as human beings, every issue, there's probably an area where it would get gray for us. Yes. Like I don't believe in the death penalty, but if you ask me enough questions about terrible things being done yes. to, you know, people who were really close to me, you mm. get to a point where you're like... Well, philosophically, I don't agree with it. (laughs) It sounds okay. I mean, that guy sounds horrible. Like anything, you can kind of find a point Mm -hmm. where you go, you know, like, I think that gay people should be able to get married. And I believe that gay people should be able to raise children. But say 60, 70, 80 years from now, there was some study that turned out that just for whatever reason, children being raised by gay people were having some sort of terrible result in some sort of terrible way. 
then you might have to get to a point where you're like, well, we have to revisit this. I also, by the way, don't believe that that right, will, will happen. Yeah. It's purely just an example. But but there's no evidence at the moment that like you know that is the case. And right. so people have these black and whites on all these things as if mm-hmm. it's one or the other. Surely it's about, well, let's just keep an eye on everything and right. make sure we're not going too far one way or the other or whatever. But... But yeah, I mean, you know, so I think the monkey's paw has something to teach us all, is what I'm saying. (laughs) I think what you're saying is we should cut the hands off of monkeys, or paws, and and give them to children to make wishes. If I'm understanding you correctly. Under scientific environment. Yes. Yes. And one of those children will eventually wish for Steve Jobs to be put into not just his brain <laughs> all of Steve Jobs to be put into Ashton Kusher like inserted into it? the whole of Steve so like basically human they would take style, they would take no they would take Ashton Kusher's skin off right and they would put that around Steve Jobs they'd put it just his skin. Yep. Not his exoskeleton? Or no, like, not needed. Not needed? Just the skin. Literally, it'd be baggy, I imagine. Well, not if you have a good tailor. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but wouldn't his nipples then be like, if you tucked him in at the back, his nipples would be round under his armpits It and might stuff? be, but we're not really doing it for the nipples, right? I guess not, but if he's We're doing it for the speeches. <laughs> Right? Right. <laughs> Look, on the upside, there's going to be some great speeches. Is there any downside, Gary? Well, how do you guys feel about nipples as compared to speeches? <laughs> because if you are um, pro-speech and anti-nipple, everything's fine. I'm not concerned about the nipples. And I got to say, Gary, I wish you would stop bringing up the nipples. Because it's such a minor thing. We're able to bring someone back to life, essentially, right. with this process but, of, of skin wrapping. Right. <laughs> it's science, man! And, a, and the paw of a monkey. I don't I mean, is it really that weird to think that Steve Jobs might have at least attempted some way to preserve his intelligence to be rebooted again I, I would, other I would not be surprised at all. I mean, as a guy I mean, who was like a Disney, right? Or is that a, is that a well, I don't know if it's an rumor. urban myth or not, but, yeah. but you know, the idea that like, I mean, he was a really advanced guy, but he was also a guy who like, you know, did a bunch of mushrooms and stuff and had weird ideas right. about the universe. Yeah. I, I would imagine the company itself would want to freeze part of Steve Jobs's brain or right. even the whole brain. Because I know that's a thing. Like, people do have their brains frozen. Yeah. I got a couple in my freezer. <laughs> right. Ed Hardy, which is weird because he's alive. Right. Are they a clothing designer? Yeah. That does explain a lot. <laughs> that does explain a lot. Yeah. Right. Who's the other one? Um, Gary. Gary. <laughs> the, the irony. <laughs> All right, that'll do. That, that was a podcast of sorts. It was all over the place, but I feel like, you know. Yeah, there was no through line. There was no through line. It That's was all right. Yeah. I mean, you know. I mean, look, there's not always a through line. It's not always a message. And the people who keep writing on podcasting forums have a through line. You need yeah. to stop. All right. 
We're not always going to have a through line. Are there people who do that? No. What's the do you ever get feedback like negative feedback for your podcast? Yeah. Like what, I, I, what would be the main area that people would give you? Neg- it doesn't have to be specifically your know, thing, but is there like probably too dirty or? Uh, we used to get the sound as bad a lot. I think we started getting that again. Sometimes it's too inside, right? Although we've stopped that largely. I just if people say anything negative, I just block them or whatever. I don't want to. I had a guy. It's free to, entertainment. I had a, a guy do it the other day. Give me this one because I'd written a joke after you know the guy who invented the GIF. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, said in his speech because uh, it was at the Webby's and you're allowed to have four words or whatever. And his four word speech was, "It's pronounced GIF." Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which and, I have always said, and people have always made fun of me. Right. So, turns out the guy who came up with it reckons yeah. it's GIF, not yeah. GIF, right? Yeah. And so I said, it's pronounced GIF, jet fucked. That was it. That uh-huh. was the whole like, yeah. thing. It's a Twitter joke. Probably. Yeah, it is a Twitter it's joke. It's a word joke. Yep. It's, look, it looks good written down. Yes. Right? This guy wrote me a message. He goes, swearing blocked. Oh, my <laughs> good God. Fuck. Oh, oh, I was like, oh my God. Did you just stumble upon me today? Oh my Like, what part of this God. has... My favorite are the people that go, uh, yeah, that wasn't really very good. It's because it was a thought. Right. It's not, I'm not putting it down on an album. It's Unless not... your thing says, these are the best jokes I've ever thought of. <laughs> and I've decided to give them away for free. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, these are tweets, dude. They're just tweets. Calm down. Just tweets. They're just thoughts. I, I find it really weird when someone gets angry about me. Like, I understand if you're, like, I mean, in particularly if I'm in the middle of a festival or whatever, you know, like, you might tweet more about your show than sure. other times, right? And what you try to do is balance it out that is when, like, in this period, for example, when I'm not doing a whole bunch of gigs, I try to not to tweet any plugs for anything else you know right. like just keep it sort of fun stuff or whatever so that when you do need to plug something you plug it right yeah. but I I always get like the people who get angry at you for plugging something it's amazing you're like okay this is free yeah for a start like yeah. I'm you expect me to be funny which is something that I do for my living but here yeah. I'm doing it for free yeah which is fine like I mean I don't have a problem with that ordinarily yeah and it's the same with the podcast like I'm like this is free uh-huh. like you know if you like it great and if you don't like it that's totally your right as well but if you don't like something that's free here's what you do don't just stop don't, listening don't, yeah, to it don't, don't do it don't, you can walk away that's from fine it. Well, do, do these to... people also watch television and when an ad comes out oh come on right like what's happening you sorry if I'm trying to promote myself but also on a thing that you can skip it it's amazing that's the thing that I have it's a problem amazing. with like yeah. you can skip it yep like, I watch a YouTube video, and I hate that there's an ad at the start, but yep. I can skip it after three seconds, so if I want to, I skip it. Yes. And I just... And you move on. Right. And if you can't skip it, I'd turn it off a lot of times. Just do that. Yeah. Anyway, what I'm saying is, I'd like to finish this podcast by whinging about people who listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you all. Please write something nice on iTunes. That yes. keeps the podcast up the top of the podcast charts. Dave Anthony's uh, album is called Shame Chamber. You can buy it on iTunes. You can buy it on Bandcamp. Yeah. Uh, if you support it, uh, particularly if you're in Australia, it might mean that Dave gets to come out and do the festival, which would be really cool as well. Mm. So yeah. uh, please do that. Um, 
Walking the Room, of course, is your podcast as well. Um, and uh, Tofop Quotes uh, on Twitter and on Tumblr. Check those out. Uh, if you are on Tumblr, I have a Tumblr. It's called Where the Will Things Are. Oh, and I'm back on um, I'm back on Google Plus. If oh, you are? Yeah. After seeing the internship, <laughs> I, thought, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I don't mind Google Plus. You I know like what? I actually think Facebook. now. I agree with you. Like I got back on there seriously the other day and I was like, all right, I'm going to have a look around. I'm going to set it up properly uh, and I'm going to like, you know, see if it's anything good. And I yeah. like the layout better than Facebook. I th- yes, like much the, better. Even just the, like the standard font and all that yeah. stuff looks, it's, much it's better. got a nice look to it. Yeah. So, so if you are in the Google plus world, cause I can do that on my Mac computer and I Gym. understand it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to be on there and I'm going to try to do, they have like the Google hangouts. Mm-hmm. You know, we can like have a couple of people on different computers and then people can kind of come in and talk to you and it yeah. all like, you know, films and yeah. So I'm going to try to do something fun with fans. Right. Cool. So I thought maybe even I haven't told Justin this, but Justin, if you're listening, I'm going to pitch you this idea. Hamo. Because I'm overseas so much and I don't get to have him on the podcast oh. as much as I'd like. We you, could do like a Google hangout yeah. where the two of us kind of do like a, a podcasty sort of thing, but like with some fans in it and whatever yeah. who can ask questions and we can just riff and that's cool. It goes up on YouTube and stuff, so yeah. um, and people could watch that. So I'm thinking about doing that. Justin, if you're listening, email me or I'll try to email you before this. I mean, there's other ways to contact you, but this is the best way we think. I think that we should only communicate by podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're done. Sign out, Dave. Uh, Flow Fend. <laughs> <laughs>